Today here in our little homestead, we are boiling away. We have two big turkey fryers, lots of propane tanks lined up. And whenever it's boiling day, I have a favorite thing that I have to have a glass of, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. But every day around here, even when it's not boiling day, if it is sugar season, I am always sitting down with a glass of tree sap. Yes, you heard me right. Let's talk more. Welcome to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Visser. Because most of us are longing to simplify things in the crazy, busy, loud clutter of life, I'm here to be your encouragement mentor. To remind you that while simple living is not synonymous with easy It is something you can slowly ease yourself into, and it is definitely worth the effort. So let's do this together. Welcome to episode three of the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. So there are quite a few drinks that we know have health benefits, right? Like even coffee, drinking coffee has been associated with the decreased risk of cancer, and chronic disease. Of course, you don't want to drink it in excess, but there are beneficial compounds found in coffee. Tea is my favorite drink. That reduces the risk of heart disease and it can potentially improve your body's blood flow because it does this crazy thing and widens your arteries and reduces a risk of clots. It also contains flavonoids, which have been shown to reduce your risk of heart disease. I mean, I would drink tea regardless, but knowing the health benefits makes me want to drink it even more, right? Also, red wine. Who doesn't love the fact that red wine is good for you? It has phenolic acids that have been seen as heart healthy, and it's been thought to prevent coronary artery disease and heart attacks. Okay, before we go any further, I worked long enough for an ad agency of the world's largest credit card company that I know that legal language is important. So here's where I put my little asterisk and my little legal language (laughs) that I tell you I am not a medical expert in any way, shape, or form. I'm just telling you what I've read in my research. Okay, now that I've gotten that over with. So the real drink that I want to talk about today isn't coffee or tea or wine, but it's tree sap. I know people look at me really crazy, like a deer in the headlights when I tell them I love drinking tree sap. And I know it sounds kind of weird because, I mean, when you think of sap, you think of like ooey gooey stuff, at least I used to. But this time of year, the sap that's flowing through those maple trees around the nation, it's amazingly good to drink. And we're going to get into the details of why today. Okay, so when I first started down this road of researching maple syrup, when I first really was inquisitive and decided to start to write my book, Sweet Maple, I had this fear. It was a fear I actually didn't mention to anyone because if my fear was true, my book might be pointless and I really, I really wanted to write this book because I was in love with maple syrup. But the great thing is, 
As I started to research, I quickly realized that my fear was completely null and void. Here's what I was worried about. You know, whenever you eat good, real food, it is always healthier and better for you the less that you process it, right? So if it's raw vegetables, it is always going to be healthier and more packed with nutrients than vegetables that you have cooked, So I was concerned with the fact that obviously maple syrup is a natural food. And what if this was true about maple syrup? I mean, you're taking sap and you're boiling it for such a long period of time that you have reduced the water content to the point that the sugar has increased from 2% or 3% all the way up to 66% of the mass of your syrup is now sugar. That's a lot of boiling. That's a lot of processing, right? So my natural assumption was all that processing, what if it takes away any and all of the benefits of this food? What if I start researching it and I find out, yeah, maple sap has good stuff in it, but when you make it into syrup, you have destroyed everything. That's what I was worried about. Here's the great news. I couldn't have been more wrong. The really neat thing, we actually learned way back in chemistry in high school, but I didn't realize it applied to maple syrup. When you boil a liquid, you change the properties of it and you sometimes give it brand new properties, right? That's what happens with maple sap. You see, as you boil it, you actually are creating new compounds in the syrup. In fact, a few of those compounds science has discovered exist nowhere else in nature. And these compounds, excuse me, these compounds have nutritional benefits. How cool is that? While yes, boiling your syrup does get rid of some elements of maple sap, so you no longer see those elements in syrup. At the same time, it creates brand new ones. So here's the really cool thing about the amazing liquid running through the maple trees around you right now, today. The sap and the syrup should both be part of your diet. Because the sap has enzymes and minerals in it that you won't find when you boil it into syrup. And the syrup has enzymes and minerals in it that you won't find in the sap. So there you go. You have a great excuse to really enjoy the syrup on your pancakes in the morning and in your cup of tea to sweeten it and using it to bake your cookies and your cakes and your bread, by the way. Have you tried my maple sandwich bread? Ah. It's one of my favorite things to make, but I digress. Okay, not only all of those things about syrup, but you really should have a glass of sap as well. In fact, every day, even when we're not boiling around here, I try to make a habit all sugar season long of taking a glass out to one of the nearby buckets that are collecting sap from the tree that day. I gather a glass of maple sap and I enjoy it. It's delicious. It tastes pretty much just like water with a slight sweet tint to it. But when I realize how much better it is for me even than water, believe me, I really enjoy that glass of sap every day, all maple season long. 
In episode number two, I broke down all the information about the science behind the syrup. So if you want to know more about the syrup part of this amazing miracle stuff, go check out episode number two. For today, we're going to be talking about the science behind the sap. So maple sap contains amazing things like antioxidants, minerals, enzymes, phenolic compounds, and oligosaccharides. Now, if you're just an average Joe like myself, you might have no idea what the heck phenolic compounds or oligosaccharides are. So that's what I'm going to break down for you today in the rest of this episode. Phenolic compounds are found in all kinds of foods that come from nature. You're going to find them in any plant-based food, typically. They exist in the seeds of the food and the skins of fruits and the leaves of vegetables. That's where you'll find really high concentrations often of these wonderful phenolic compounds. But basically, if you eat fruits, veggies, and grains, you are getting phenolic compounds in your diet, which is wonderful. You see, phenolic compounds are readily absorbed right through the walls of our intestinal tract. And science has found that they're really beneficial to our health. They actually work as antioxidants. And they prevent cell damage from the free radicals that we sadly always have in our body, but often are worse because of certain things we do today in our society. But polyphenols help reverse that problem of free radicals because they are an antioxidant. They also promote anti-inflammatory conditions in our body when we eat them regularly. And that is so good for so many things. They've also been shown to actually be cancer preventative. Now, I don't know about you, but the more I read about polyphenols, the more excited I was to realize that they are in sap. So here's the thing. I often get asked this one question, and I inevitably answer, yes, yes, yes. When folks ask me, I only have one tree, or I only have a couple maple trees, Is it really worth tapping? I always say yes, because even though you very likely might not get enough sap to make it worth your while to try and boil it and make syrup, you absolutely want to tap that tree to enjoy amazing maple sap to drink daily throughout sugar season. Why not load up on those polyphenols in this delicious drink, right? Now, if you do want to try and boil down your sap and you have a very limited amount, it's possible if you're able to keep your sap very cool until you've collected enough of it to boil it down. Do keep in mind that sap is sugar water and it is going to grow bacteria pretty quickly if it gets warm. So be sure to keep your sap nice and cold until you're ready to drink it or until you've collected enough of it to boil it. If you plan on running it through a reverse osmosis filter, by the way, which I'll leave a link in the show notes that explains more about what that is and why you definitely want to have and use one if you are a backyard sugar maker making any volume of syrup at all. But if you plan on running it through a reverse osmosis filter, 
then you really do want to boil your sap immediately after you have reduced the water and increased your sugar content with that RO filter. Because once it's been RO'd, the sugar concentration is at a high level and it will definitely spoil quickly. But all of that is just kind of a side note. If we're just talking about drinking the sap, the only thing you really need to know is to keep it cold until you're ready to drink it. Okay, so I told you something else that's really hard to pronounce that maple sap also contains, oligosaccharides. Actually, it's not quite as odd sounding as it looks. For some reason, whenever I see this word, it just baffles me. I look at it and I go, wait, how do I say that? Oligosaccharides. Oligosaccharides are found in varying amounts in foods like onions, legumes, wheat, asparagus, Um, basically plant foods that I personally am not really crazy about and that aren't really anything sweet, if you know what I mean. But oligosaccharides are also found in maple sap. Here's why it matters. Oligosaccharides are prebiotic, so they help maintain a normal digestive functioning system in our body. Basically, they promote regular bowel movements. Fun fact, Americans, I just read this recently, and it really is true. I'm not making this up. Americans tend to consume somewhere around like one to three grams of oligosaccharides every day. Folks over in Europe, where you know they're a little more carefree and not quite as, you know, uptight as we are, (laughs) Europeans are said to eat like two to three times that amount of oligosaccharides in their daily diet. Okay, I just had to throw that in there for whatever it's worth because I found it kind of funny. Okay, but prebiotics like oligosaccharides help you get the most out of your healthy diet because you see oligosaccharides assist your body in absorbing all those different nutrients that are in the foods that you're eating. And they stimulate the absorption of great things like iron and calcium and magnesium. So they're pretty daggone important. And it blows my mind that by drinking a glass of tree sap, I'm helping my body in that way. I mean, how crazy is that? Um, Oh, also, oligosaccharides can be used as what's called a good carbon source for the good bacteria in our gut. Basically, it's good food for the good stuff that already is living in our gut, and it helps our digestion because of that. It helps us digest our food because it's strengthening the good stuff in our gut. All of that is the exact same reason that I make and drink my own kombucha. I make sure I have a glass of kombucha every day. So during sugar season, I'm like really making my gut extra healthy, drinking my maple sap and drinking my kombucha. By the way, if you have no idea what kombucha is, I will leave a link in the show notes that gives you more information about that and shows you details about the e-course that I've written all about kombucha, why it's so fantastically important for our health and why it's delicious and how you can make it wonderfully and very cheap all by yourself in your own kitchen. Okay, so I mentioned in the very beginning of this podcast that whenever we are boiling, I have a special drink that I always have daily. Now, I just told you two other drinks. Boy, during sugar season, I guess I drink a lot. (laughs) Um, But if we are boiling, which is not every day during sugar season, we will save up our sap until we either have the time to boil or until we feel like it's a good amount that we're ready to get everything fired up and get started with our boiling. 
So it's not every day. But when we are boiling, I can't resist having a cup of maple tea because it's this simple. I will get some loose leaf black tea and a mug and a ladle. Actually, I leave the ladle out there by the boiling sap because you need to have it readily available. (laughs) I go out to where we boil our sap with my mug in hand and my little tea strainer in hand, and I ladle a cup worth of the boiling, amazingly smelling, steamy hot maple sap. It isn't yet maple syrup, and it could be anywhere along the contingency of this plan that gets you from 2 or 3% sugar to your 66% sugar. Okay, so it might be 20% sugar, it might be 35% sugar. And if I want, I can test it. There's this great tool called a refractometer that I can use, and I do use it per- sporadically to see where we're at and if it's going to be time, anytime soon, to bring that into the kitchen for the final boil. But regardless, if it's like 18% sugar or 48% sugar, it makes the most amazing tea. Sometimes it's a little too sweet. I just can't handle it, believe it or not. And I will add extra hot water when I get back in the kitchen. So I'll ladle out a cup worth of this amazing steaming maple. And I'll put my loose leaf black tea in it. And I sit back and I put my feet up and I enjoy a few sips of heaven for about 10 minutes until I've devoured my cup of maple tea. So if you are a backyard sugar maker, or if you're considering boiling down some sap this year, definitely don't miss out on my favorite drink in the world and have yourself a cup of maple tea. But even if you're not boiling and you're just drinking your maple sap, I wanted to share one more thing with you that I think you will love. If you are a fan of energy drinks, but you would like an all-natural, homemade um, alternative to something like Gatorade, I have the perfect drink for you. Now, you can make this any time of the year, and you don't have to use maple sap. But if you have maple sap available... I highly recommend trying some maple sap switchel. And I'm going to share the recipe with you. You also can check out the show notes. There'll be a link to um, the written recipe and more information. But you need three-quarter cup of maple syrup, a half a cup of apple cider vinegar, a half a gallon of maple sap, or if you don't have that, water, and four tablespoons of grated ginger. Typically, I find that's about two inches of a piece of ginger root. When you grate it down, it should equal about four tablespoons. So first of all, you want to heat up just two two caps, listen to me, (laughs) two cups of water. I don't know how you get two caps of water. Heat up two cups of water, just enough to dissolve your syrup. You can use maple sap for that, but there really isn't a need to because if you heat something for too long, again, you're losing some of those beneficial properties and changing things. So I just use regular old water for that. So two cups of water, dissolve the syrup in it, and then you want to um, remove the pan from the heat and steep that grated ginger for about 20 minutes or so. Cover your pan so it can steep really well. And then strain out the ginger, mix in your maple sap, and add in your apple cider vinegar, 
and you can enjoy it right then at that temperature, or you can chill it, keep it in the fridge for weeks. I mean, I think it'll last for weeks. I really can't attest to that because it's not around for long when I make it, but you can keep it at least for many days in the refrigerator, I'm sure. And um, it's just delicious. If you'd like, you can garnish it with a sprig of fresh mint or a lemon wedge. Listen to me, lemon wedge. Lemon wedge <laughs> or some berries. You know, you can really go all out and make it a special treat. And then that extra ginger, I never throw that away. I will use that for other purposes too. You can even just reboil your ginger and put it in a cup of tea. So there you go. That's my recipe for homemade, all-natural, electrolyte, maple sap switchel. I hope you try it. If you do, send me a message and let me know what you think about it. I hope you love it as much as I do. So that's it for today and talking all about maple sap. I hope I convinced you to find a maple tree and tap it before sugar season is over. Thanks so much for listening. I really, I can't tell you how honored I am that you chose to hang out with me and spend a few minutes listening to me babbling all about why I love this amazing tree sap. If you enjoyed this, or if you encouraged, or if you thought it was useful, please hit the follow button so that you won't miss my future episodes, and I'd really appreciate it if you'd take a second to drop a quick review over on your favorite podcast player, because that simple little action could make a huge difference in helping others find this podcast And then enable me to encourage a few others today in a simple way of living. Thanks, guys. I hope you have a fantastic day in your neck of the woods.